Uh, I hear them trash bags. Can people hear me in my apartment when I'm talking? I've always wondered, like, if they're outside the door. Can they hear that, or... He's not saying anything, so I'm assuming, but I can. he's definitely putting on the trash bags, which he does because my girlfriend's cat has ringworm, and so he wants to uh, not give it to his cat, so he puts trash bags over his shoes every time. Hey! Hey! Just you and me? Just you and me, yeah. What's the ringworm status of Light to medium. So they've been running around here, spreading their ringworm well, around. There's only one now. Only one ringworm cat? Yeah, so that's four times... Less. Four times less ringworm. Usually people say one-fourth. Oh, yeah. Good call. You want a tempo? Oh! A, a tempo? A topo. Yeah. Okay. I may be going deaf. Oh. I think Mary's going deaf, man. Didn't hear a bunch of stuff. I don't know how much I should talk about my personal life. Yeah? I feel like you want to talk about it a lot. You've got a lot of thoughts right now. Yeah. Mary's probably told you some things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know my therapist, what I told him about it today. Mm-hmm. I'm fresh from therapy, guys. Threw him for a loop. I saw like some, you know. I think he may have said, "What?" You know. <laughs> what? <laughs> he looked up from his pad. And... No, when he said "what," and then he goes to the pad. You know. Yeah. He's got. He's one of those. He has like the pad on the table, and he's in his chair. Uh huh. And then if something important happens, he'll slide the chair over and. <laughs> so you really know yeah. when you've made an impact. That's even more conspicuous if he's like Yeah. Sliding over. Oh boy. Boy boy. Hey look, you know what life is? Life's making memories. Yeah. Doing interesting things, right? Yeah. That's all you have in the end. It's the memories. You know, I could have a humdrum marriage. You know. That sounds pretty good. A humdrum 50-year marriage, right? Yeah. I was thinking about that today. It's like... It's kind of like the best-case scenario is you have a boring-ass life. There's something to be said for it. Yeah. Because all the real excitement is also, like, like horrible. You know, like war, like, you know, real danger. Centrist Madness is back! We're back in business. John's ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm feeling great about life right now, Bo. Nice. You... You're 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 digging out of whatever hole we were in. Yeah, you're gonna be a little psychological hole there for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I digging fell, out of it. Fell down a rabbit hole, man. Uh huh. You realize that got lost in the mirror. <laughs> existence is kind of fucked up if you think about it a little too much. I took the red, blue pill. I took the red pill, but not in the MRA sense. In like the. In the original canonical wow. Matrix sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't know that uh, existential crisis is a real thing. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just like an, a conceit of like Woody Allen films. Yeah, it's like a, you think like 
Well, I always thought it's like something that like ten people have. That like ten people have. Yeah. You know, like it exists, but it's like one of those things, like like, like a fugue state, where like it only happens to one out of every million people. Right. Is it is it more common than that? Apparently, since you had it. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, Mary knew what I was talking about, but um, but yeah, but it's not. But but I feel like like if most people were like. At existential crisis, I'd be like, "Fuck off!" You know, like that would be my reaction. <laughs> Just like stop reading so much Camus or like whatever, you know. Uh huh. Right, but it was very like, I, it, you know, it's not like something I wanted. And like the the thing is, I don't care. Like I don't. I just I just want to feel good. Like I don't care about big existential questions or anything. But it's just like, yeah, it just kind of came over me. And like all of a sudden, like the fact that I exist was just like the weirdest thing that I can imagine. What's great is you did this, you had this with no drugs. Uh-huh. You had this sober. That's another thing that's unusual about what happened to you. Yeah. Now you did, you had it sober but withdrawing. Yeah. I think that's a big part so of it. So there's still brain chemistry things going on that unlocked it for you probably. Yeah. Totally. I think my brain just stopped producing uh, GABA or whatever it is that makes you feel good. So, but yeah, super fucking weird. And the weird thing too is like, it doesn't feel like, it feels like markedly different. Like it feels like a low hit of acid, you know? Um, And it's just like very like, I remember like walking around my parents' house and it was just like, it was somehow like really disconcerting and sort of nauseating the way that like what is in my field of vision tracks with where I look like a camera. It was just like really like, oh, like I'm like in this body and like, I don't know. It was like super, super trippy. So. But. I got stuff going on too. We're going to get to your stuff. Yeah, tell me, so... Um, One thing I got going on, you know, I have, I have this shoe problem. You have a shoe problem? Uh-huh. Okay. Because, like, I used to be wearing these, like, regular shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, I had these... They were bad. You saw them. They were like, uh, what's the shoe that has, like, the N on it? Uh, the, uh, fucking... No, it new, wasn't that. New Balance? It, they weren't New Balances. They were Brooks. <laughs> okay. So why did you bring up the N shoe? In my mind, they had an in on them. Oh, they but didn't. then you really okay. And they had seen better days. They were getting rough, mm-hmm. but I was just I was content just wearing those tennis shoes until they died. Yeah. And then I went on a date with like a chick and went to like a metal club, and I noticed that everyone had like black shoes on. Mm-hmm. My shoes didn't look good in that setting. Right. And I realized shoes are a thing. They were white. Shoes are a thing. They're a thing. Yeah. You know they matter. It says a lot about you. We can be like, you know, I don't want to spend money on such a frivolity. But they fucking matter, man. People you know, notice. In the hood, if you ain't got no car, your shoes are. People notice your fucking that's shoes. That's your car. People. Yeah. So. That's how you present yourself. So here's what I did. I was like, I went to the goddamn fucking mall. Mm-hmm. I want some fresh sneaks. Right? So I, yeah. I ask. For literally, I asked to try on eight fucking pairs of tennis shoes, yeah. athletic shoes, sneakers. None of them are in a size 12. Mm. And I'm like 
desperate because mm-hmm. I'm retiring those shoes because I wore them over here without trash bags. So they're all ringwormed. Right. And then I have basketball shoes from 15 years ago that are my ringworm shoes now inside the... You didn't wear trash bags last time? No. I, I went trash bag free like the first three weeks. Oh. Okay. story okay so so then i settle on some fucking like black adidas superstars mm-hmm. cat pukes cat pukes in one of them oh god and like it's it's also in like the 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 salt the the bottom and like so i would i would have to like dig out vomit god. i'm just like fuck it i'll just i didn't like the black anyway yeah Ordered some new, ordered some new superstars. I was like, "Well, I know Superstar Twelve fits, yeah. so I'll pick out one I like, right?" Mm. So I ordered some more. My girlfriend—I have a girlfriend now. Mm-hmm. Her dog shits on them. Damn. Now it shits on the other shoe, and I kept. That other Adidas superstar. So now I do have a mismatch pair that's black and white. Okay? Okay. Which I think is pretty tight. Right. I think it's a fresh look. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Man, you know, well, it's raising the bar. You know, like, so you're either going to fail big or you're going you're gonna to win big. I think it's pretty fresh. <laughs> okay. My girlfriend does not think it's fresh. Not fresh. She's strongly against this. Yeah. She says, nope, I cannot wear it around her. Certified rotten. Okay. And she bought me new shoes. Once her dog shat on my shoes, she was like, I'll buy you some new shoes. Yeah. Which I think is reasonable in all directions. And she would do, do such a thing. So then we went and like... We bought shoes, and I had to wear the flip-flops of her ex-boyfriend. That really bothered me, because I'm like, you know, now I got, like, her, your ex-boyfriend's foot fungus. Mm-hmm. She's like, why do you, oh, so I, you know, oh, so, like, I'm dating a guy with foot fungus? Ooh. I'm like, I don't know. You had him in a fucking drawer under the bed for, like, a year. Yeah. That's, not a, that's, a, that's a fungal environment. Mm-hmm. As I know from my ringworm research. It all comes back around a ringworm. I'm going to get ringworm from his fucking flip-flops. Yeah, wouldn't that be ironic? So I got those, and I also got a new pair of white superstars. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've been in a whole new world of shoes right now, dude. You're living it up. So that's the shoe story. I cut out some things that are a little too personal. So I don't want to talk too much about that relationship. Uh, what? (laughs) What? Because it's not in the past. I'll, talk, I'll tell you everything you need to know about past relationships. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but there's some things about my relationship right now that you want to talk about. Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to talk about that. Maybe the... they... Here's where I was thinking. They could obliquely pop in. Yeah. Right? So let, just give a little hints of it. Yeah. But let's not explicitly discuss it. Okay. And the other thing, too, which is the... 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, but no. Let's let's talk about let's talk about uh, the news. Really? We're not going to get into it. Oh man. Okay. Does she listen? She doesn't even listen to the podcast. She doesn't. But <laughs> she has a career. You know. And a reputation to protect, right? Yeah, but people don't even know who you are. I know. Oh, man. Okay. Those stories will keep. Yeah, I guess. Okay. We're definitely talking about that shit off mic. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Because it needs to be discussed. Because it made my therapist go, What?! What? <laughs> okay. Uh, shithole. Uh huh. Tongue my shithole. Tongue my shithole. Trump got in, back in hot water again. I tell you, this guy, foot and mouth disease, am I right? Or did he just say where all the libs are really thinking? Ooh, good take, yeah. I was thinking, um,. It's impossible to come up with something that Trump could say, like an offensive, racist thing he could say, that the whataboutists wouldn't say. Well, he's just saying what liberals are thinking. Right. So he could say, like, we should have, like, um, the Faggot Registration Act, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) And people would say, well, he's just saying what the libs think. Or, like... They'd be like, well, Hillary uh, Hillary right. supported the Defense Didn't, of Marriage Act. Right, right yeah, yeah. Is this really different from the Defense of Marriage Act? Yeah. Is the Faggot Registration Act of 2020 really different than the Defense Marriage Act? Why is that so fun for them? Like, it's just, they can't get any mileage out of just saying Trump did something, like, just being appalled by Trump. Like, there's nothing. It's such a fucked up niche, right? Because they're not even conservatives. So like it like I noticed in the election, like the day after the election, mm-hmm. everyone was all of a sudden didn't all of a sudden didn't like those people. Didn't like who? Like didn't like like Mike Tracy. Uh-huh. Like all of a sudden he had no followers on the left anymore. Right. Right? Like they were like they all of a sudden they realized, oh actually Hillary like like was there was better. Actually, Hillary had a chance of losing. We didn't realize that at the time. Uh, so all that stuff was cool when they thought that Hillary was a lock. Yeah. Right? But now that like we're in the Trump reality, they realize, oh, wait a second. like That shit is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Right? But they keep doing it. Right? Yeah. And so like the audience for it is like a weird, like, it's like borderline, like weirdly alt-right. Right? Mm-hmm. Like the people who are like um, the people who think Assad is anti-imperialist, right? Uh, so like they're in that weird niche of leftism. But it's a pretty big niche on Twitter. But it just it doesn't seem profitable. It doesn't seem like a profitable niche. Well, I mean, it's Chapo. They wouldn't say that though. They don't do that shit. They wouldn't go as far as no. They don't do that shit like. You know, he, he's just saying what libs think. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe that got maybe that Miniker guy, but you know, no one cares about him. 
So like it's like out there. But they do. I mean, they did spend substantial amount of time like in the election bitching about Hillary. Right? right before the election. Right. But like no one's now that Trump is president, no one's saying like when he does a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. That's just what the libs would do, you know. Right, but I mean, don't they? they, they there's got to be some chapo whataboutism. Oh sure. You know. Because because everyone's victim to it somewhat, right? Yeah. It's just weird when whataboutism is used for, like, Assad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be limitations to what you do. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Like, it's okay to do whataboutism to defend, like, Bernie. Or something. Or Corbyn, you know? Like how? It's, like, not great. Because whataboutism is always, you know, a logical fallacy, as they say. Like if I said Bernie did bank fraud and people are like, well, everyone does bank fraud. or Yeah, like it's just a financial crime. It's no big deal, right? Right, yeah. Something like that. Like at least you're defending a person who isn't, you know, a genocidal monster. Right. Um, But yeah, like uh, it just seems to me that the audience is strange for that now. Like if you look at Mike Tracy's like followers and like people who reply to his tweets, it's all all alt-right. Mm-hmm, Really? Yeah. So, like, you know, I don't know what audience they're trying to spin. I think people get too hung up. I mean, I don't know. People get a little too hung up on the language. Like. Oh, shithole? Yeah. Because the thing is that. But that stuff matters, right? Like. Well. People are like, well, nothing nothing Trump does. Like, the policy matters of Trump. Right. But, like. No. he's, he's, He's doing things. To permanently alter America's political discourse in ways that are really dangerous. Right. Like, if it becomes okay to say these things, um, it becomes okay to do certain things, too. Right. And part of it is because we hold the president to a higher standard, right? Because, I mean, that's, that's not something that you would get mad at me for saying. Like, if I was like, dude, I've been to Haiti, it's kind of a shithole. Right. You wouldn't but, be offended. But, like, you can't... Well, part of it, too, is the context, right? Mm-hmm. He's so kicking like, all these immigrants so out. So if you, right? if you so. said that, but then you were like, let's get some Norwegians, right? It's, right. It's a little on the nose what you really mean. Right. So, like... Um, it's not just that he calls it a shithole. It's that he calls it a shithole in the context of kicking all of these Let's get some blondes in instead. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's not uh, tough to figure out what he's thinking. But, yeah, but, like, yeah, if you're a I'm diplomat. You can go with Sweden, actually. Like, if you're, like, fucking any diplomat, you can't say that. You get fired. Right. Um, yeah, you have an obligation to behave a certain way. Because um, now those countries are mad. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> don't like being called shitholes. Yeah. You know, they're, like, our allies and shit. Right. And it's like, there's, yeah, it's completely purposeless. But I think it's funny that, man, what the fuck is up? Like, I was surprised that Lindsey Graham actually corroborated the shithole thing. Sort of. He said it was basically correct. Right. 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 And then um, the other two guys, what was it like? 
Cotton or someone, someone else. Yeah, they're claiming they didn't hear it at all, that it didn't happen. That they didn't hear it. And the White House, like, doesn't deny it for, like, three days. Well, you saw what the White House is yeah. doing today, right? Is they're arguing he said shithouse? Shithouse uh-huh. countries? Uh-huh. Those are shithouse countries? Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, it's bullshit. That's worse. I mean... It least... doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the argument they're making. Shithouse. Oh, like, like welcome to the shithouse. Uh-huh. Like what is, what a stupid fucking argument. Yeah, I mean, how is that? Uh, I guess that's slightly better, but it's like such a weird thing to like. He's like, no, I didn't call you a whore. I called you a cunt. Okay? Right. It's like, what a weird fucking it's so fucking surreal having him as president. Yeah, but that's that's where we are right now. But see, I, I think those things coarsen things. You know, it's like, it, it's like you know, yeah, Putin it makes fascism that. easier mm-hmm. when that becomes acceptable. Yeah, yeah, Putin does that all the time. He's always talking about his dick and shit. Really? Yeah, yeah. He had, what what comment did he say? Uh, something something about like, you know, like. Oh, so he was talking about someone who said, like, you know, maybe they could circumcise him or some shit for free in Russia. He's basically like, yeah, we can cut that guy's dick off. What? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking. Is there any way we could get the video of the Texas gubernatorial debate? Yeah, I'm sure. It's got to be. I was thinking we could online. watch it and do a live commentary. Like, would we publish the video? Yeah. And like put on YouTube or something. Yeah, with audio yeah. commentary. And just like talk about it. Yeah, okay. It'd be like Mystery Science Theater, but... Yeah. Gubernatorial. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. We could do that. We have to watch it first. I can't and... find it, though. Oh. Because really? they had the Democratic primary debate. Mm-hmm. I can't find it. Hmm. We should research that. We should research all the candidates so we can give one a centrist madness endorsement. For the... Uh, gubernatorial race yeah okay for some reason on the drive over i kept thinking of the of of the the phrase like come covered cuties <laughs> i just sort of put it out there come covered cuties yeah so those will be like candidates we endorse <laughs> now for the official 2017 Texas gubernatorial centrist madness come like, covered like a guy, cutie like a guy who's like really into like cum shot compilations right yeah where he's like thanks for another round of cum covered cuties mm-hmm. yeah it's just a phrase I thought of on the way over I just wanted to put it out there cum covered cuties just let, not let it go yeah oh, my feet itch mm. when am I gonna be free of the ringworm here dude I don't know dude the bonds of love. Oh, how's song. it going with her, by the way? It's going pretty well. She and I really had a heart to heart. Oh yeah. Talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, you guys talk more than we do. No, probably not. But we should talk more, John. What's that? Would you like us to talk more? Maybe. Maybe I want to DM. <laughs> DM. <laughs> Think about that. We DM plenty. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So you had a heart to heart, talking about the relation, the relation. Yep. With your 
Sugar parents? Parents? <laughs> now she wants to fucking go to Paris. What does that mean? Like, Did I want to go to Paris? Yeah. When did I want to go to Paris? Weren't you going to Paris? <laughs> <laughs> it's been discussed, yeah. No, she's like now. She, now I have to up my game. You tell your girl to oh, fucking tone it Mary down. Mary wants to go to Paris. Yeah, she's like, well, "Where's my trip to Paris?" Uh huh. I'm like, well, <laughs> we had a discussion about uh, uh, business class. You and you and Mary, my girlfriend. No, Mary. You and your girlfriend. Yeah, Lindsay. Why? No names. Oh, shit, right. Yeah, Lindsay. Let's stick with Lindsay. That's wrong? It's wrong. Okay. Good. But man, they really they really put you over a barrel with that business class. How so? It was like seven grand. Damn, yeah. For a business class ticket. One biz... Oh, business class to Paris. Yeah. I was like, I've never slept on a plane. She says, well, have you laid down on a plane? It's like, well, no, but like, I don't think I can sleep even laying down on a plane, right? Is it one of those things where like you get your own bed? That's fucking dope. Yeah, you're going to get a bed, but it's going to be like a bit, it's going to be a plane bed, right? Are you really <laughs> of course it's going to be a plane bed. Are you really going to sleep on that? Some of them are fucking like dope, man. <sighs> It's 11 hours. Like Emirates has one that's like, it's like a queen size bed with like a fucking. So like it was seven, but $7,000. That's insane. And like, I would rather suffer for 11 hours in the, in the coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not that bad. Grind it out. Not that bad. It's worth the money. It's worth the savings. Sure. Let's spend that at the crazy horse instead. Mm hmm. I was looking at Paris strip clubs. Sounds like they have some pretty cool fucking strip clubs. You'd think so. Like where, um, where they're like in between burlesque and strip. Oh, okay. So you pay a flat fee, mm-hmm. like twenty euros. Yeah. And then there's probably a two drink minimum or something. Right. And then you just sit. You just sit there, and they dance. Mm-hmm. Which actually sounds pretty cool. Right. Yeah. And there's pole dancing. Mm-hmm. So it's not burle- it's not burlesque per se, right? You know, know a lot about that. Interesting, because my thing with burlesque is like, it's not burlesque isn't like I've never gotten an erection watching burlesque. Hmm. It's like a show. Sure. Like, I don't know that I've ever gotten an erection at a strip club. What? Yeah, it just doesn't hit it for me. What? That's not my... What about a lap dance? I mean, I think I had one lap dance, and mm, I don't... I don't. You think, didn't I don't get know. an erection during the lap dance? I don't know, man. It's... I've told, this... I've told you my thing about strip clubs. The women are way too empowered. The way that they own their sexuality is just a massive turnoff for me. You could probably mix that up, though. You think so? Whatever you want, you can find it in a strip club, right? <laughs> See what I'm saying? Okay. Go to like one of those ones that's all nude, mm-hmm. and then like say, "Hey, find me the youngest 
least experienced dancer here. Mm-hmm. Right? Wow. Okay. I can see the wheels turning. Yeah. We got more than wheels turning over here. But not even like a stage dance? I haven't been to a lot of strip clubs. Yeah. You know, I've, I've probably been like half a dozen times in my life, if that. Want to go to one? Yeah. Sure. Centrist Madness? Yeah, okay. Recruit people to the center. That's right. You know, I saw some people today who are backsliding on the symbol. Oh. They're, they're going over to the handshake. Well, yeah. Could be a split in the alt center. I'm kind of thinking about doing both. This is like Bolsheviks, Mensheviks. I was thinking about doing both. Oh. How about like two, uh, like a middle finger flanked by two handshakes? I know. Yeah. Ideally, it'd be a middle finger like being swallowed up by a handshake. Oh. Right? Yeah. And then kind of. Oh, yeah, being jerked off. Being jerked off. By yeah. The... Yeah. A hand... How about just a hand? Yeah, a handshake jerking off the middle finger. That sounds like a great symbol for a broad based political movement. Yes. <laughs> oh, we need t shirts, buddy. Mm-hmm. We got t shirts to go home. We got to get stickers. I really want some stickers. I want to be on the street team. I want to be the street team. Go out, go around town, do stickers. Sounds good. First key is having a better show, though. How about getting uh, all the money bucks to bankroll us? Throwing <laughs> <laughs> down seven grand for business class. I mean, oh, she's not going to pay that. She was like, "Well, no, obviously, I can't pay that." Mm. But I was like. You know, she's gonna find a better rate for it, though. Right. She's still gonna do business class, and I'm gonna be back and coach. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not gonna. Do oh, that. so she offered to buy you business class too, but you were like, no, no, you know, no. <laughs> Spend on something else, right? Yeah. Okay. And I said we should stay at the Holiday Inn. Mm-hmm. It looked great. In Paris? Yeah, it looked really good. Wow. Look up Holiday Inn, Paris. Uh, it looked real. It's a four-star hotel, apparently. Yeah, but still. It looked great. The rooms look really good. Look. It's Paris, though. I mean, just the name Holiday Inn would ruin it for Don't me. you think, like, an, the Applebee's in Prague is probably really good? No. <laughs> the Applebee's in... I guarantee you it is not. The Applebee's in Monaco. It's probably really good for an Applebee. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you just want the finest Applebee's and the best. A Holiday really good Inn. Holiday Inn is probably really nice. Sure, but I mean, it's your trip to Paris. But we're saving like so much money. Yeah, but it's the city of lovers, you know. You, like, stay at some like fucking custom like little chateau. Fucking Let's get like a, you know, like imagine what we could do at the Crazy Horse with that money. Instead of a fucking laying in an airplane bed. You know? I was thinking maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of with you on the airplane, but Holiday Inn is where I was I thinking get on off. the airplane, though, that maybe the trick is... <laughs> Holiday Inn is where I get off. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Okay, go I've ahead. Never, I, do you like hotel sex? Uh, Sure. Yeah, I don't... Sure, why not? It doesn't bug you, like the sheets and whatnot. <laughs> it doesn't bug me. The comforter, though, you got you to gotta throw the comforter, right? 
I, they don't I, watch those things. Yeah, I don't really think about it. You ever put a, like, you seen those shows where they put a black light on the comforter? Mm-mm. It's rough, dude. Just lights up. You gotta take that comforter. If you're chaining it in a cheap ho- hotel, throw that comforter off. Yeah. Bring some latex gloves. Throw that comforter off. You know, sanitation is an illusion, so... Well, yeah, but you can always be more clean. Yeah. You know? And also, like, who cares? No, that was probably ringworm on my face right there. Like, it, you know, if you fuck on a cum-covered cu- comforter... <laughs> cum-covered comforters! <laughs> That's a business idea. And and you never know, then who cares? I mean, like, just don't use the black <sighs> light. Yeah, you're right. But it's just, like, ugh, the, like, lights or whatnot. Okay. The big O... Oprah 2020, right? Oprah 2020. How do you feel about Oprah? Man, I don't know. I don't like the whole, like, celebritization of the political body. I have mixed feelings about Oprah. I'm kind of getting into it, though. Yeah. She would be kind of a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really such a bad idea? Uh... I, don't, I mean, I just don't. Yeah, like it's not like we're nominating like fucking Jenna Jameson. No, but still, I just want to go back to boring ass candidates who like spent their life and you know. I was government. always, I've always been a Clooney guy. I've always been one hundred percent ready for the George Clooney candidacy. Right, going back to like two thousand, I was all in. I was ready for it. Still ready for it. Right? Mm, Okay. Like, so, the celebrity factor... The problem isn't that Donald Trump is a celebrity. Mm. It's that he's, like, brain damaged and awful. That's a much bigger problem. So, like, if, like, um... I don't know. If, like... It's like, the options are too bad. Right? So, like, The Rock is a terrible option because he doesn't know shit about fuck, right? Right. Um, Oprah, the reason we, we don't like her as a candidate, right, is because she's like a centrist kind of piece of shit, like a centrist, greedy asshole who has empowered quacks a lot, right? Mm. Responsible for Dr. Oz and shit. Right. Dr. Phil but if she was like cool and like ultra liberal would we we really be seeing the agitation about it no because she's smart she's like I don't know experienced an experienced businesswoman like she has the mental faculty to do it there's some level of success she has the conscience to do it too there's some level of success that's always going to expose you to criticism from the left. Because it's the same thing as, like, if there's a little, like, indie band that hipsters love, and then they get too mainstream, then they're like, oh, they sold out, right? So you're always going to be vulnerable to that criticism if you get too mainstream. Well, like, is the thing is, like... It could happen to Chapo. Probably. Yeah, they're already They're already seeing it. Right. But, like, if, like... I mean, is Susan Sarandon left enough? If Susan Sarandon ran for Congress, would they really be upset? Hmm. 
Maybe not. Yeah. It's that Oprah's a centrist. That's the real problem. It's not that she's a celebrity. And so this nonsense of like, oh, they want experience now. We didn't hear any of that shit. Like they, whenever that came up in the 2016 campaign, they all made fun of it. Mm -hmm. Leftists, right? Yeah. They saw it as like gatekeeping, right? Mm -hmm. So like they totally excused Trump's lack of experience at the time. Mm -hmm. So now they care about it though because they're afraid of Oprah. They are fucking terrified of Oprah. Yeah. Like, remember like a year ago when they were like really confident that Bernie had the 2020 nomination on lock? And now they're fucking, they're scared of talk show hosts. You mm-hmm. know? They're scared of everyone. They're scared of Gillibrand. They're scared of Cory Booker. So Bernie's running again? They assume so, right? Yeah. He's running. I mean, he's acting like he's running again. Yeah. I just don't think I just don't think that the experience it does the celebrity factor doesn't bother me. The, what what's scary about the celebrity factor is that you know extremely dumb people can use it to win. But I'm not going to dismiss a person just because they're a celebrity. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I just look at it like it's like it's too much candy, none of vegetables. And, you know, if you eat a bunch of candy, vegetables taste like shit. And so I, I feel like we're going to get addicted to, like, this, like, I also don't think it's a new thing. Person. I also don't think it's a new thing, like people seem to think. I think that the cat's been out of that bag for a long time. Since Reagan? Yeah, at the very least. Because, I mean... And ne- Reagan, like... He, Nebraska like, elected a football coach to, to the Senate. That was his only experience in life was being a football coach. Yeah. Um, people have been talking about Trump running for the White House for like 30 years. It's part of the reason he won is that it's been talked about incessantly for 30 years. So people were prepared for it mentally. Right. Um, you know, people always talked about Warren Beatty running for president. It was always mm-hmm. something that was like out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Clooney's been discussed for mm-hmm. a long time. So I don't I don't think this is like some brand new idea. Yeah. And the you know the republic has done okay over the past, you know, 37 years. Some yeah. good times and some bad times. Uh, the 90s were good, you know. Mhm. And the grunge and uh, <laughs> you know back in the 80s, you know, Reagan's presidency was real bad, but there's still some good stuff going on. Porn got into the VHS era. Uh, you know, I guess there were some ups and downs there. You know. Yeah, that was thanks to Reaganomics, really. The Tracy Lords thing that was kind of a that was certainly complicated. What was that Tracy Lords? She did, she did a lot of pornos where she was like sixteen. And oh wow! Some people got arrested. And That's a black mark for Reagan. Well, I don't know if you watched them. I <laughs> probably didn't. He probably didn't watch porn, right? He cracked down on porn. They had like a whole commission over it. Uh, That was a big reason Playboy became even lamer. hmm. Yeah, you couldn't show like... You had to limit the pussy. You You couldn't be pussy, pussy, pussy. Reagan was like, I found this pussy three blocks from the White House. 
So if you read like Playboys from the eighties, there's always like ten pages of them whining about Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> like in, in his pornography commission. Mm. We've had good times, we've had bad times in America. I feel like uh the party's probably over, but it was a fun ride. Yeah. We gotta fix this. Are you leaving? Incoming call. I'm gonna get a boot chair. See, and he talked about my girlfriend, right? And I told him not to. And we're just going to have to put it in the fucking show now because we're too lazy to edit. Oh, did you work on the last episode at all? Dude, it's a fucking shit show. I don't know if I'm You can't fix it. it? I don't know, dude. Uh, it's like, like, I mean, it gets, like I fix it and it gets out of sync like a minute later. He may be... We gotta use a different program, huh? Yeah, I did just yeah. When we do interviews, we gotta do like, do it here, and we'll use Skype or something, you know. Skype blows. Skype drops the call. That's the thing with Skype. I mean, if everyone has a good computer, you're you're so hung up on this idea that it's the computer. It's not the fucking computer. It's the program. I mean, it is the program. There's no active call. <laughs> it is the program, but if the if your computer sucks, the fault in the program is exposed. Shut up, computer! Like Beavis has a computer and it didn't work. Gene has a computer and it didn't work. I have a computer and it didn't work. Okay, Beavis' computer wasn't that great and it had a few problems, but your computer just sucks total shit and it was unusable. So that's the deal. Is Mary here? No, it's the neighbor. Oh. Could you hear me when I was talking about you outside? Yeah, of course. Okay, you didn't mention. Why would I mention it? Well, I was just wondering. You do it every time. I'm used to it by now. Okay. We never use it. Yeah. How's it going, buddy? Doing all right. Doing all right. Do you have a shrink yet? Uh, I have an appointment like on the 6th. There's one on the 1st and one on the 6th. By the way, guys, I'm Matt. Uh, Matt always wrong on Twitter. And that's John, Patriot Snopes on Twitter. Mm -hmm. This is Centrist Madness, the official podcast of the Alt Center. Thanks for listening. The middle finger. We're sticking a middle finger to hate and sliding it inside the greasy pussy of freedom. Wow. The greasy pussy of freedom. We're going to flick the G spot of pragmatic progressivism. Oh. This is very uh, Martin Luther King-esque. Uh-huh. Oh, it's MLK Day as we're recording this. Yeah. We must push up the middle finger of freedom and tickle the G-spot of righteousness until the cleansing rain of brotherhood comes a squirting. We're not going to... We're going to cut that out. That was too far. I think he, he probably wasn't into... He's, he was probably real vanilla. He did. He did have a lot of affairs, though. Yeah, but probably yeah. probably missionary doggy style. Yeah, that was it. You think so? Yeah. Why? I mean, he, I feel like he's at the end of the day, he's real religious. I don't think he ate pussy. Yeah. Um, you know, he wasn't right about everything. That's true. 
I mean, so there's probably some mistresses out there who can tell us what he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but perhaps it's <laughs> perhaps that's best left unsaid. You know? <laughs> yes. We don't have Rather to know, emphatically. We don't have to know everything about the man. No. He was a great man, though. Big mm-hmm. fan. Uh, you know, he's a little more socialist than I am, I guess. Sure. But uh, the nonviolence thing? Pretty good. It's pretty alt-center. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lefties are more into the uh, Molotov cocktail thing. Black, Black Panthers. They don't actually do it, but uh, theoretically they're into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think nonviolence is real alt-center. Gandhi was alt-center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Racist, but peaceful. Uh, sleeping with the with the teenage girls, but being chased. That's so alt center. That's real. That's a real alt move there. Yeah. Oprah is not alt center, and that's something we just have to admit right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's center. I feel like like a Jerry Springer is alt center, <laughs> right? Is he? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. He's a class. He's like a classic dim, blue dog dim, DLC dim. Uh, he's the mayor of Cincinnati, I believe. Really, before the talk show, right? And then he got busted for like some prostitute thing. Hmm. Which you know, I really understand personally. Mm-hmm. I've never done that. Hmm. Think about it a lot. Prostitutes. Yeah, I'm a member of some message boards. So I know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. I know all the lingo. Yeah. C-I-M. C-I who now? C-I-M. C-I-M? Uh-huh. What is that? Common mouth. Common mouth. D-A-T-Y? D-A-T-Y. You're not going to come up with this one. Degas. Dining at the Y. Dining at the Y. Which means the pussy. Cunnilingus. Uh-huh. Uh, and then there's D-A-T-O. Dining at the O. The asshole. Dining at the asshole? Yeah, licking the asshole. Shouldn't be D-A-T-A? Hey man, I didn't come up with these things. Okay. F-B-S-M. Yeah. F, full body sensual massage. Okay. That means you squirt off a honking cheese load <laughs> at the end. So, uh, John's really like uh, acronyms. Is that. Uh, well, well, you want to use them, right? Because it's like. It's like less suspicious somehow. I don't know. Uh, it saves time. All culty groups love acronyms. Uh huh. Of all types. The MRAs. Yeah, MRAs, PUAs, the military. Socialists, probably. NCNS. No call, no show. That's when they don't call or show up. Oh, that's a bummer. BBBBJ. BBBJ. Bareback blowjob. Bear black. Bear. Then there's BBFS. BBFS. Barebacked fuck sex. Full sex. Bareback full. I was close. Uh, I got the basic idea. 
BBFS. BBFS. CMI. Bareback full sex. CCMI. MSOG. MSOG. Masturbatory. Multiple shots on goal. I mean, he came more than once. Oh. Christ. Then they have like weird terms to describe women. Mm -hmm. They really love Spinner. Right. She's small. I think you should be suspicious of any guy who prefers to a woman as Spinner. Spinner, yeah. The idea being that you uh, could plant her on You could spin them on your dick. Spin them around, yeah. It's a little immature. It's a little... It's a little... It's a little... Like you're fetishizing the smallness. That's a little problematic. It's a road you don't want to go down. Mm. Um, what else? I like fully grown humans. Um, That's a thing? <laughs> that was a fetish. <laughs> like your bones are fused. Oh my god, your bones are so fused. FGH. And then, like, like a kink would be taking HGH, right? So you're growing a little bit. ACH? HGH? HGH? So, like, you'd see a little growth. <laughs> okay. Aziz Franco. Uh huh. What's your verdict? James Franco did nothing wrong. Right? These, accus- these accusations are ridiculous. Yeah. The Franco thing is uh, kind of funny. It's it's absurd. Uh, I think it's odd that the James Franco thing came out and no one really rallied to defend him. Do, did people say shit about him, though? I mean, he didn't really... Yeah, but no one was cheap. like, wow, this, these, these, these people accusing him are full of shit, which they really are, right? How many does he have more than one accuser? Two. Well, they say five, but the the other three are just other women who are like, yeah, we had to do a movie, and he did like an orgy scene, and you know. Um, one woman who he dated says he pushed her head down to give him a blowjob in a car, and she wasn't comfortable with it, and she only did it because of the imbalance of their fame levels. And then the other woman is like, he had her do a movie. Where it was in her contract that she had to do nudity, and then he made her stand in the background of an orgy scene, and she feels she feels that was bad. Mm. So those are his accusations. No one said shit. But then the fucking Aziz guy, like his accusations are like ten times worse. Mm. Oh come on. I mean, isn't the same thing? Like no, they felt uncomfortable. No, dude. What the same thing is asking a woman to like be naked in your movie. I'm not even like considering that. I'm just I'm just talking about the blowjob. Aziz like was like, if you believe the story is true, mm-hmm. Aziz crossed the line into being like a mega creep. Why? Like the third time you jam your hands down her throat and she's not into it, you gotta let it go. And when she says, like, I don't really... When she says that she doesn't want to fuck you until the second date, you need to back way off. Mm -hmm. Like, if she really said, I don't want to have sex with you until the second date, you gotta go way back. 
I don't know. Mm, yeah. You, you can't... You And also she went to the bathroom and hid for a little bit. You got to go way back. You got to fall back a little bit. Now, I'm not saying you give up for the night. Okay. Well, he did fall back. Mm, they he, he brought her to the, to the couch and then, like, asked her for a blowjob immediately. Immediately? In her description, yeah. I mean... <laughs> the, the most hilarious thing it, about he her pushed it way too hard yeah right sure but people are all in on defending him on this one well I mean is it because he's is it because he's we don't a, need to hear about every time a celebrity is it because is he's like, a pocket walker a pocket walker a paka a paka a paka a pock a po- epic a pop person of color Oh, is that why? Mm. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. Do you remember when that, like, uh, when the brown man pushed too hard? I remember this is going way back. Remember when that chick, like, uh, had a guy walk behind her and then film all the guys who catcalled her mm-hmm. in New York, right? And then, like, she just put out, put it out, right? She just showed the video, and then like it was like ninety eight percent black dudes, right? Uh, because uh, there's different racial dynamics <laughs> in how men treat women. Sure. <laughs> um, and then like people were like, she must have edited out the white people, right? right? There must have been white men doing it, and she edited them out. And then another reaction was. Uh, you know, what a stuck up bitch. Like people were like all of a sudden like like leftists were all of a sudden like she, she's just like you know, she needs to get over herself, you know. Mm-hmm. Cat calling's good now. <laughs> <laughs> so I think some of that may be going on with little Aziz. I don't but dude we if don't you, if we that don't... fucking story was James Franco, the reaction would be different. People would be like, that guy's a fucking creep. I guarantee you that. If that story was James Franco, there would not be people going after the woman. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Maybe. So there's an Aziz factor. Now, I'm not saying one of these, maybe it's because he's... It's also... Adorable. And little. Yeah, but the adorable doesn't help him. And James Franco's tall. And, yeah. And masculine. Right. But the adorable thing doesn't help him, right? Because it opens him up. Because he's like, I mean, they were talking about canceling woke bays over this. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you, his you woke bay that. status? Yeah, his woke bay status is. His woke bay. <laughs> <laughs> his, his woke bay status. I want to is... be a woke bay. Yeah. I want to have cuties defending me for my antics. <laughs> you got a ways to go, man. No one defends me. No one defends me online, John. Yeah. I don't have any allies. I'll defend you. People think I can take it on my own, but I can't. I'm sensitive. You're not that strong? I'm sensitive, John. Yeah. You know? Okay. I'm a sweetie and a cutie. Mm-hmm. I may seem insensitive at times, but it's just a mask that hides a... Would you wear a Time's Up pen? Sure, if it was given to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's another thing that happened this week. Yeah, another Lena thing. Oh, 
You didn't see the Lena Dunham thing? No. So she showed up. So the Golden Globes happened, right? Right. Which is Z's one best actor. Let's talk about, like, that's the real. That's the real atrocity. That's the real atrocity. Best actor. Best actor. For Master of Did Nine. you see that big sick oh shit? Oh my god. Please. Did you see the big sick? No. It was like, if you ever want to see an example, we need to stop this. These comedians doing these serious works of art Mm -hmm. where they have to act. Yeah. It's out of control. It really is. Like. That um, motherfucker used black and white. Where does he get off? There's a scene in this movie, The Big Sick, where like, first of all, if you watch The Big Sick. Uh, I'm sure all you, everyone listening knows what it is. It's a movie about Kamel's life story, where he, you know, you know, who knows what the specifics are. But in the movie, he falls in love with some white chick, and she Kam- goes Kamel, Kamel Najani. Who's that? You know who he is? Mm-mm. Shit, dude. He's a very popular uh, subcontinental Asian comedian. Is that's not the half. Indian half Japanese guy. No? No. Okay. Okay. So he's an Indian dude. One of those countries. Pakistani. Okay. Pakistani. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is this the guy who has the bit about, like, when he has the birthday party and there's, like, a like a uh, ferret fighting, like, a python or something? No, but that sounds like a good bit. Yeah. It's really He's funny. really good on Portlandia. Mm, okay. Anyway, he's funny. I like him. I think he's like a centrist. So that's good. Yeah. But like, uh, like it's his life story. So he falls in love with some white chick. She goes into a coma. Mm-hmm. But they were kind of on the rocks. So he's like actually not her boyfriend. But he still hangs out at the hospital the whole time. Yeah. And there's a scene in this movie where like he's a stand-up comedian. And he's got this one big performance he's got to do. To get into the Montreal Comedy Festival. Right? Mm-hmm. And there's a talent scout there and he knows he's going to be there. But he's so overcome with emotion about her illness that he doesn't do any jokes. He just talks about that. And he cries on stage. And him trying to cry on stage is just disastrous. Yeah. Hire a fucking actor. Right. You know? Yeah. And the other great thing is that in this fucking movie... It's depicted as like a big blow to his career. Mm-hmm. Like the talent scout is like, nope, right. Mm-hmm. Whereas in reality, everyone yeah. would be like, wow, that was so raw, right? right? Yeah, you know, like Tignataro did the exact fucking thing, same thing. Literally, like she got cancer, went up and did a stand routine about it. Didn't do any jokes, just talked about it. Yeah, made her whole career. Yeah, uh, you know, Louis C.K. saw it and was like. I'm giving you shit now, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, so that's that's another problem, is that it's nonsense. And then it, someone uploads it to YouTube with label the label, like, the biggest bomb ever. Mm-hmm. Like, the biggest stand-up bomb. No one would do that! <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like comedian breaks down crying talking about dying girlfriend. Boo! Get off the stage! <laughs> I know, right? Like, what reality... Come on! Yeah. Jesus Christ. And the other thing about this movie is like whenever he's off screen and then it's like 
Ray Romano and Holly Hunter, you're like, oh, it's nice. Like, mm-hmm. it's nice to have like actors on screen. Right. <laughs> yeah, Aziz can't even pull off just like the normal like con like playing himself in like a normal conversational. It's different acting. Scene. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole different. I mean, Louis's good at it. Louis's a good actor. He's fine in Parks and Rec because it's just all bits, you know. Yeah. But like Master of None tries to like have like this like dramatic real note and like he doesn't I mean he sounds like he's fucking reading a script you know yeah like dramatic acting is hard mm-hmm. yeah. it's no shame in you know not being an actor it takes like training <laughs> right like years of it yeah <laughs> it takes talent right uh, also like not everyone is someone you want to look at mm. wow in, in a dramatic role you know what I mean no, I don't know what you mean. We don't want a guy who looks like that to be a leading man. I'm not talking about the race. Are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. do you want to watch, like, fucking, I don't know, Patton Oswalt be, like, a private eye? Like, would Chinatown be a good movie if it was Patton Oswalt? Yeah, but, okay, Master of, like, I don't think he's miscast. And I think he's good looking enough to play the lead in Master mm-hmm. of None. Because Maybe when he's not chunked out. Sometimes he's chunked out and it just looks a little... He looks like a guy who should be like... What I can't stand about it... I'm not saying he has to play convenience store clerks, okay? I'm not racist. What I can't stand about it is that he just like... he His direction is like, okay, let's try that scene again. But this time you think I'm much cuter and much funnier. Oh, right. And then they do it and he's like, no, 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 no. Much cuter... And much funnier. Like, that's the only note that he gave. So he, like... So is this show about him just slaying massive amounts of Tang? Yes. <laughs> that's what the show is about. Like, now, literally, the, the first... women way too attractive? <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. I really thought Lena Dunham, bringing it back to her... Oh, we didn't even get to her. Mm-mm. Like, Adam Driver was a really good choice. Like, but yes, I can see Adam Driver fucking Lena Dunham, right? Mm-hmm. He's kind of weird looking. Mm-hmm. She's Lena Dunham. Mm-hmm. But it's New York. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, like, I, I think that matters. I think people get a little out of control with that. But, I mean, in the show, he's playing himself, basically. I mean, he's playing, like, a, a comedian even, who even has Woody Allen success. did a good job about it. I mean, people make fun of him, but, like, Diane Keaton. Yes, I buy that. Shelley Duvall. Yes, I, I think, yes. Mm-hmm. It's very plausible. Like, a New York comedian could pull that. Right. Um, maybe in his later years, he got a little out of control. But I don't think totally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that stuff matters. And people get real out of control with it. Like, I don't know what Louis... I saw one episode with Louis where he, like, fucked it like a normal woman. Mm-hmm. People probably thought that was really brave. You know? Yeah. Louis, Louis, Louis. Louis, Louis. Any, so Lena Dunham, right? Mm-hmm. They had, like, a Golden Globes thing for, like, a, some fucking thing. Like, Time's Up. I don't know what. Right. And they had an open house for actresses to come. And... Be told how they were going to do it. Lady actors. Yeah, go ahead. To show up, to, to, to learn how, how, you know, how to best present it at the ceremony. Okay. So she shows up to it. She went to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And then she posed for a group photo there. Mm-hmm. And people were mad at her for this. Why? Because she wasn't involved in the movement enough before that to post for a group photo. People were very mad at her about this. Wow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, uh... like, people were mad at her for showing up at something they support. Right. <laughs> Right. Can you imagine how She's crazy that party. must make her? Yeah. That's insane. And she must know that people have conspiracy theories about her dog. <laughs> she knows about it. Mm-hmm. It has to make you nuts. She probably just logs off. I don't know. Who knows? Does she post a lot? She posts a lot less since the she uh, decided to say that her friend is innocent of rape. Yeah. She dialed it back after that. Right. Every day I wake up and I pray that Lena Dunham's friend is innocent. Yeah. That'd be great. That would be a joyous day for the alt center. For me. Mm-hmm. You know, to be frank with you guys, uh, Lena Dunham, the alt center movement doesn't really support her. It's just me. Um, I don't know of anyone else who supports her. There's subscribers to the Linny letter, I guess. But uh, I don't see anyone ever defend her other than myself. I mean, I don't know. Like, I just don't want to, like, even wade into it. I mean, she's fine. Like, I don't care. You know? Like, I'm not, I'm not Someone's freaked gotta out do about it. her You dog. know what, John? Someone's got to do it. Mm. Yeah. I don't, I don't care if she notices. Uh, I'm just going to fucking do it because it's what my conscience tells me to do. Mm-hmm. I, you know, does that make me a hero? I don't know. Yes. Does it make me brave? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm brave. I'm, a, I'm the brave one. It's hard being brave sometimes. We do need some more women in the Alt Center. Uh, you know, I had high hopes for Eve Pizer, but uh, today was a disappointing day. Mm, yeah. Would she say that uh, libs are offended by a shithole, but they refer to these countries as third worlds, which... <sighs> it's not what that means, and it's dumb, and... Um, it wasn't even originally offensive. And it's like, um, you know what... It, and no one says that. It's like, uh, it's, a, it's sad what happened... Uh, no one said like maybe who, in, who who says third world. Why don't we? You know what, Eve? I'm just going to table it. Uh, we'll come back to you in a couple years and see what you know what books you've read. Um, I think you're on the path, but maybe I'm jumping on. I think there's room for growth. I still love to suck on those titties, though. Oh, I should not have said that. I still think you're hot. Mm, hmm. Um, you're a beautiful woman. People diss your looks, which I think is just ridiculous. You're you're a cutie. There's no doubt about that. Are you out of my league physically? I don't think so. I, I think I could pull that if everything was e- equal. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm a little old for you, um, but I mean, I, I don't think that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You're like 24. I can I can see <laughs> right? Especially with this banter. With this banter? Mm-hmm. Well, I'd have good banter, right? I'm a conversationalist. I'm a raconteur. Certainly, I carry my weight on this podcast and more. Before I seduce a woman, I like to present her with like 
kind of a sports center overview of all the reasons why I could date her. Sure. <laughs> you know, uh Yeah, you're you're hot, but I don't think you I think I think late. you looked at those Aziz moves and were like, I those are some of the things I do, right? Those are things in the wheelhouse. Certainly, like uh yeah. Like Because you're a closer. You're not a closer, but you 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 are highly motivated to close. Yeah. Because you got to get it done night one or it's over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if you I'm don't smash, sorry. they're just going to be thinking, why didn't we smash? Something must be wrong if we didn't smash. Something must be wrong with him if we didn't smash. I didn't, like, you know, maybe like the last girl that I brought back here, I did not smash. Mm-hmm. And then, because she was like kind of drunk. Uh-huh. And then she just drove drunk to like smash her ex-boyfriend. That night? Yeah. Well, that was a fail. I know, right? And um, also she told me, she's like... A good thing, good rule of thumb, mm-hmm. is if a woman is drunk, um, she needs to know that you are you. Yeah. So you cannot have sex with a woman if she is so drunk that she thinks you're someone else. Yeah, I don't think she was that drunk. Um, but it's just a good rule of thumb. Uh, one time there was a woman who came to my door, uh, Kelsey... Kelsey, if you're out there, I think about you a lot. And she knocked on my door, and uh, I opened the door, and she said, let me in. And I was like, I don't know who you are. And she said, yes, you do. And I was like, no, I've never met you before. And she said, I love you. And I'm like, you know, you right now you think I'm not me. And you want to have sex with this physical form, but I'm not who you think I am. She literally thought you were someone else? Yes. Did you figure out how she thought you were someone else or who she thought you were? Alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah. A lot of alcohol. And then I came out, out the next morning and she had taken every doormat on the hallway and thrown them. And she had taken out the fire extinguisher and thrown it down the hallway. Damn. Yeah. In retrospect, I should have like said... Had sex with her? No. I should have said, hey, let's... Um, Let's figure out where you live and like. Right. Can I see your phone and let's call somebody? Mm-hmm. But it was like, I was like three a.m. I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't thinking clearly. And who knows what it? You know, I can see scenarios where I get in trouble in that situation. Right. Where I'm like walking this, walking her home and. Eh. I mean, maybe. You know, probably so, not. You know, like. I don't know. Yeah. It was a sticky situation. That's for sure. So I would be involving myself in a sticky situation. Mm-hmm. Also, I had a girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't really... Like, I, the, the whole walk home, hey, you know, let's meet some other time, babe. Maybe that was out of the question. Sure, yeah. So is that... Do we have a podcast today? Uh, we got an hour and ten minutes so far. Mm. You like it tight. That's true. Do you like it tight? Oh, I like it tight. In stand-up comedy, they say you need a tight five. That's what this is going to become. Have you ever had a tight five, if you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what the five refers to. Yeah, like a five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> a tight five. Oh, that's problematic. It's better than a loose five. That's true. <laughs> a thick five. <laughs> I'll take a loose seven over a tight five. Loose, it doesn't matter. 
You see, you know what's nice about a loose it's pussy? It's all tight to me. A light, loose pussy? You just go hog wild in there. Mm-hmm. You do anything you want. Ram and jam. Crazy angles. Oh, boy. Every position. Oh, boy. Tight pussy, you're like... Your tight pussy is like three positions that that won't hurt. Mm-hmm. Might get a skin tag. It's so tight if you're mm-hmm. doing bareback. Got to lube up sometimes just to get it in. Yeah. Even if you're rock hard. Wow. But loose, we're ready to go. Like whenever, like pop a squat, mm. we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Sunday fun day. We can do whatever we want. It's like an amusement park ride. Mm-hmm. All the rides are open. That's right. So loose ten, maybe yeah, loose ten is definitely better than a tight five. Is loose ten the holy grail? But maybe tight means like a bod. Like mm. a tight bod. So like a a tight ten. Could you have a tight bod and be a five still? I guess so. Sure. Like the face is smashed or something. <laughs> <laughs> College with a chick who has her face smashed. <laughs> what are you doing? You're just digging deeper. Maybe I shouldn't talk about that. God. She seemed nice. 